Former Dusty Sellers introducing a new segment, Phrase of the Week, which this week is Please Don't Hurt Me. Phrase of the Week. Get it? Of the Week. Ah! The physically infirm. Ah! The mentally unsound. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. The lacking in intestinal and/or testicular fortitude. <laughs> they may say, "Please don't hurt me," rather than "Do your worst." <laughs> Do it to Julia was last week. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What's uh, next week's phrase of the week? Um, vote Alan. No. <laughs> owie, owie, owie. Vote Alan Kelly. Vote Alan Kelly. Yes. Vote Alan Kelly. He has my nipples in a clamp. This is way worse than what happened to that Quinn Holdings guy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Anna's Cronin. Joining us this week, as always, Just Jack. It's just the two of us, baby. Yeah, we've got the internationally renowned DJ, Just Jack. Just Jack. It is, uh, it, it is, t- it is Tone Crown for you this week. Uh, this is also going to be the closest, I think... An episode has ever been recorded in pro- in time proximity to when it is being released. And interestingly, even with so much happening in the world, we will not be engaging in any current events. No, I mean, we will be talking about the Kennedy assassination, which is as current now as it was the day it happened. It's uh, Some would say it's happening still. It's still, that is a slow-moving bullet. It is an inception thing. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, but the more we learn about the Kennedy assassination, the more we can apply it to uh, what's going on now. And of course, the <laughs> we've got a lot coming up this week. We have the biggest... I'm joking that we're not going to talk about current events. Obviously, we are. You can't... That's partially what delayed the show. Uh, a lot of us are still kind of recovering. A lot of us are contacting loved ones who are affected by the uh, earth-shattering... I guess it's a story that broke this week, but I mean, really, it's... The international order seems to have broke... Uh, Alan Kelly has resigned as the leader of the Labour Party. <laughs> that's it. That's all we're talking about this week. <laughs> wall to wall Kelly, folks. <laughs> it's Kelly. It's Kelly Fest 2022. <laughs> I don't. Not a day too soon. I can't. I mean, someone say several days too late. I'm sure other things happened, but I've just been so stunned since AK47 uh, <laughs> uh, emptied his final clip there uh, yesterday that I've forgotten about all of them so we honestly just... the only news I've read has been the hashtag Alan Kelly on Twitter yeah in dates it's true it's I've literally no idea if or that anything else is happening it's tough with the amount of uh, various bots putting out putting out stuff on Twitter to figure out what we're also going to talk about the gigantic potato that somebody uh, delivered to Jack's face recently huh? Oh, I've got a big black eye. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> I'm going to say based on its based on its yellowness that it was it was just more than a week, but less than two weeks ago. It was actually it's it's actually it was it was today is Thursday. It happened on Sunday. Okay, so it's you're you're a fast healer. Uh, no, it actually it was just a very deep bruise. Ah, it, it was yellow, on the cheekbone, not the eye. It yellowed early, or it was such a big potato that it they potatoed your liver, and that's jaundice. Yeah, it's jaundiced up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also have been eating great, which is reasonable. That's that, that's you know that that's the uh, that's the thing you should be thinking. But before we get into any of that and all the other things, uh, it's time to get introduced to the beers. We're we're here together this week, folks. Me and Jack, the important people of the podcast, live and in person. Not even in person. Uh, we've had our pre-show beers. They're made by Brooklyn. They're fine. We're not really going to talk about them. I mean, no, it's pretty good. They're the yeah, the, they're the IPA. 
I went, I went and got that in the shop on my way here, and Jack was like, oh, I have some nonsense beers that I bought. You want to try them? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're pretty much garbage nonsense people, so yeah, I think so. You are what you drink? You are what you drink. Or I, is this a Smurf situation? It is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you pressed record on this? Is that Because uh, the last time I tried to do an episode yeah. with just me and somebody else. Of course, this isn't going from Zoom, so yes. We're just recording this live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a technical yeah. error with some sort of recording thing and the episode didn't get released, if you remember. Yeah, that, yeah, where the button uh, where it says start recording well, wasn't pressed. By, yeah, and I mean, the fact is... And that technical error. You're going to say who, who didn't press the button and the answer is everyone didn't press the button. Everyone No didn't. one on this earth pressed the button. <laughs> we are all equally to blame and so therefore yeah, no one is You are apportioned precisely one seven billionth of the responsibility. Which is tough but fair. I will I will take it. Um I, I did I did not press the button, but neither did anybody else. Neither did anybody else. And honestly, and no one noticed that the button was not pressed. So uh so we'll I we will I'll tap over to the to the fridge and fetch these. Yeah, uh, Jack, you, you brought them, so you maybe... Yeah, uh, so these are uh, some context here. Uh, we're recording on an off day. I had a show on Monday, so I couldn't record, and now we're just going to... We're doing it in person. Um, these beers have actually been hanging around for a couple of months. They were intended as a Christmas gift for someone this year, but uh, the COVID of it all. Um, so, uh, so now we're drinking them, because we're here and they're not. This beer, I don't actually know what it's called. Lorelei. It is difficult to read, but I think you're you're correct. Yes, yeah. it's called Lorelei. We're gonna feel some way about these beers. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we never actually read anything past the name. So let me give you the description. Um, Manus, you've cracked yours, and then you can give first first reaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The title is is Lorelei. It's made by Omnipolo and Siren. Manus, you know a thing or two about them. We'll come back to that. Let me read you the description. Coconut maple toast imperial porter brewed with toasted coconut. And maple syrup. Now, yes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words. Three of them are repeated. Yeah, well, that's good though. That means you know they really care. Exactly. They, they, really, what they want you to know is coconut, maple, and toast. Imperial porter brewed with toasted coconut and maple syrup. Coconut maple toast. Yeah. No, this is gonna be. We're gonna feel some way. Oh, oh we're not, what else are we gonna feel? We're gonna feel like we've just drank a ten and a half percent beer after a five and a half percent pre-show beer. Yeah, the more you find out about this beer, the, the the more obvious it is why Jack bought it. One, it's 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 sort of interestingly packaged. Um, two, uh, it's very very strong. Uh, Jack likes a beefy boy uh, as much as the next boy. And I like my beer to be high percentage. I think I heard that. I think I heard that all right. And uh, and as well, it is prominently eleven and a half euros to purchase. <laughs> it's almost as many euros as it is presented to purchase a thirty-three centiliter bottle of this beer. And like that, that Jack probably you didn't need any more information other than that to go. I gotta fucking try it. Well, let me tell you. Let me give you one additional piece of context. This was for a family, Chris Kringle, and yes, it is eleven and a half euros. And the limit was ten euro for the family thing. And I was like, ah, I can fudge this. You could fudge What's the extra quid? But a little bit of you, even if you're trying to fudge it, you don't want to take... And I and this is not gauche at all. Or if it is, I don't know what that word means. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not gauche, whatever that is. You don't want to take the 11 and the 11.35, to be exact, price tag off it. Cause 11 it's like, and a third euros, more accurate. You know, yeah. It's very difficult to be entirely accurate with fractions when you're dealing with thirds. Yes, it is. Uh, actually, we got shockingly close with eleven thirty-five. Yeah, we, we we weren't too bad, but they're uh, 
This really does smell maple syrupy. That is the prominent. Let me tell you, it fucking pours maple syrupy. <laughs> yeah, as you might expect of a ten and a half percent imperial stout, there is zero head on it. It is. I think we could eat this with a fork. Yeah, it is treacly. It is. Um, it is pungent. It looks like it looks like a tar pit. Like even the way it's moving in the glass, like it's not bubbling. It's just sort of emulsifying itself. Like it's a strange. It does smell exactly like French toast with maple syrup. So I guess that's what they're going for. So uh, that is titularly so. I think. Um, I think the only thing to do is have an L taste. Yeah, this is this is a, a squishy made entirely out of syrup. <laughs> Jack and I are going to be up and down the road in about ten minutes singing Pear Street, Pear Street, it's a hell of a street. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah. Good morning. It has passed the first test of a beefy, expensive imperial state of being like, Right there, bang on, sweet and boozy and hot. Yeah. It is hot. My face is redder than it was when I came in, and it was pretty red to begin with. I feel like I've just done poppers. <laughs> yes, this is, the, this is like... That's I, what it's like. I've barely had a mouthful, and it feels like the poppers minute, which we dropped... <laughs> After the first minute. We did a couple of minutes, and then the pandemic happened. Where did you say you got the poppers imported from, Jack, actually? Uh, they were Imperial Russian poppers. Imperial Russian poppers from the uh, wet market in Wuhan, wasn't it? They, the, <laughs> the scientists yeah. still haven't found the origin, assuming it was zoonotic, and I don't think poppers qualifies as zoonotic unless somehow I've missed one. Oh, no, I only... My, my, my preferred brand of poppers is, of course, Bad Outta Hell. Bad Outta Hell poppers made out of pangolin scales. As exactly, as yeah, yeah. You, look, how else am I going to get my dick hard? Yeah, I, I, if there's another way, I don't want anyone to tell me. I, 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 I enjoy I love, the process too much. I'm so committed to pangolin at this point. I would, it would do be such it a even retraction. if it made my dick fall off. In fact, the last brand of COVID I had, that was a real possibility. That really did. Yeah. You got that code dicky? Uh, yeah, that, you can put it back on, and it's but it's like it's like putting the lid back on a whiskey bottle. It's impossible to get the thread straight again. You exactly. know what I mean? You yeah. gotta just drink it right there. You're right. Man. You might as well finish the whole bottle. Oh, yeah, Jesus, is, all right. This is a dessert. I'm kind of glad we had a beer before this. Yeah, this actually, if, we, if you had to launch straight into this, I mean, this, despite the sweetness, doesn't, doesn't, I, I don't think it's trying to hide the booze. It couldn't be because it isn't. It's like right there. It's 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 tasty, I, and I guess you're. Yeah, no, it, this is nice. I think I like it. I think oh. I like it as well. I don't know. God. Do you also notice in the bottle there's actually a third thing written under the two breweries? It's a guy's name. I, yeah, Dave Stragon. I bet he's an artist, not just a piss artist like you are. I'd say probably. I suspect he designed the bottle. The bottle looks quite arty. The bottle is nice, yeah. I, I, that would be my guess, because I've heard of the other two and their breweries. Um, Omnipolo, famously pretentious and expensive. Siren are well-liked by everyone except us, but we tend to give them a fairly hard time on this program. You know, uh, I assume this is the same Dave Strachan. Oh, the KKK guy. <laughs> all, all profits go directly to Dave Strachan. This is it. <laughs> no, probably. Is it Gordon Strachan's kid? No, it's... This guy is an award-winning New Zealand architect. 
And I cannot believe it's the same person. I bet it is. I bet anyone sitting here is familiar with Omnipolo will be like, yeah, they paid an architect for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so you have some strong thoughts on, uh, on both of these breweries. I don't really. I no, don't. no. Uh, to be honest with you, I just like, I'm sort of like, I have strong thoughts on beers I've tried from Siren before, where I thought they were stupidly expensive and not nice. But like, those are, those are both like, this is expensive, but you know what? I want a beer that tastes like this to cost a lot of money. It, it's, yeah, this is fine in terms of costing what it costs. I bet there's, you can taste the money, even if you don't really like it. And I, I can, I can see feeling strongly about it one way or the other. Oh, interestingly, sorry. I think I actually is incorrect. This is a different uh, Dave Strachan. Um, Om- Omnipolo, once a year, invite home brewers to submit brews to them, and they pick one and make it. This oh. is one of those beers. This is like when um, once a year RTE uh, allow home uh, video makers to submit content and they um they shoot a series based on it the last time they did it they actually haven't been doing it once a year because they just keep renewing the first one because it was so successful so they, they do the late late show and then you've heard of it mm-hmm. uh, this, there's this young fella a little boy uh, who's hoping to make it into broadcasting and he grows up called ryan tuberty yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah he's actually been doing their like how old is ryan um he's 45 years old little boy um, yeah. little boy little boy ryan tuberty and he has been doing their late night uh, highlight program on a Friday in prime time uh, forever now. Wow. Think, yeah. That's a great... Um, it's really good that they open the doors and just let normal people in. For these normal creative types with, with no connections to either the industry no. or, or political elites in the country, I which just, is great. Yeah. And honestly, when that does happen, it feels insincere. Because yeah. I thought initially that he looked an awful lot like the Andrews family. I thought that's kind of what he looked like, you know, um, oh, yeah. the famous political dynasty from Finna Fall, you know. Yeah. But I, I checked and his name is Troberty, so it is in right. fact not true that he is. That's so, good. So, yeah, go. that was good. That it's, good that it's good that no one would be biased to any kind of coverage they would need to give. Of. Yeah. And then I actually thought he was overrated and shit for a while when I watched his <laughs> program, but then I did see his salary and it is enormous. So he must be He must good. be good. He must be very good. They must know what they're doing. It's a weird way to go around. So I'm sorry, David Strachan, home brewer. Uh, I'm equally sorry, Dave Strachan, architect, for saying that you were... Uh, you would uh, work with this share of cunts. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, Dave Strachan, home brewer. Uh, that must be a really fun opportunity for you. I suspect if that's the level you're at, you're probably not going to be a home brewer for very much longer if you don't yeah. want to be. In fact, he probably already isn't. I mean, Pro- Yeah, I think they actually relaunched. So I was just on their site and this, um, they have relaunched this beer in a new, in a 2022 variant. Do I know what that is or what difference that makes absolutely not but i do know that there is more of it so they're clearly uh I could it's see, clearly done well yeah i mean this so people will buy this i wonder what the the omnipolo and siren work a lot together is this sort of a project it's specific that they work it just seems weird that they would do that their big yearly collab that they do with a home brewer they'd be like and also we're going to collaborate with siren you'd feel a little bit like you know, not that this has ever happened to any of us because we're all complete legends. But yeah. you know, when like you think you're going out with your one buddy, but they've brought a buffer friend. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Is this a date? No. No. There's buffer bu- friend. There is two of them. <laughs> there's buffer friend there here. It's is. like, and obviously if you're legends like us and there's two people on the date, you're like three-way. Because yeah. for oh, sure. Because. Uh, gender and orientation be damned. You know that you've got the chops. Yeah, yeah, and they respect it. You too. put me in a room with, frankly, any two individuals. So you've got the chops. I mean, I'm chopped. They up. can tell the chops are there. Game 
recognizes game and lack of game recognizes it even quicker it really does to there, be frank you, there is nothing like being in a room with somebody who doesn't have game and they're looking at you like, like teach me well, frankly, though, they just recognize they, they they just kind of sort of get bowled over a little easy is the only thing. It's it's not even a challenge, you know. And so actually, game recognizes superficial whatever. I can't figure out what the point of this originally was. My point is obviously neither, good job, Dave Strack. Yeah, neither <laughs> us nor anyone listening has ever been the buffer friend, but or has ever encountered the buffer friend. But Dave Strachan knows what it feels like. He's the buffer friend in He's this bu- relationship. He yeah. or what? You reckon he is? You reckon it's him? Well, sorry, no, Siren is the buffer friend. Or sorry. no, but no, maybe it is. Maybe Omnipolo were like, yeah. Oh. You know, maybe they have this like traditional, obviously around this time, Siren and Omnipolo always brew their Christmas beer. And it'd be like that time that Oliver showed up for Valentine's Day and James was like, oh yeah, we can't do that on our own anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the cheek of you to bring your girlfriend of three years along to our exclusive night. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, so and your girlfriend of as many years was like not invited. Never invited. I, it was no, just like, no, can no, I come too? And you were like, no, no, this is for me and James. This is how you people wonder. It's like, how do you, man? As hell is your number so high? And believe me, it's high. Uh, and you're like, well, because I keep being very crap at this. So yeah. you have to try again and again. It's that. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. There's a secondary number. Which yeah. is how many people have you had sex with more than way, once? That is way more important. And that's a much <laughs> more important. It's a much more important number. Uh, yeah. Frankly, you've really got to respect the guy who the answer to all of them is the same. Where it's like one. No, you don't. Okay, you're right. That guy's a loser. But <laughs> I know several of those guys. Yeah, they're all saps. You're right. They're all you're massive right. saps. Prove me wrong, you little SOB. Prove me wrong. Jack is frantically going playing with the laptop just to make sure that none of that last bit of the show got accidentally not recorded. <laughs> because that's the bit that I think is missing from our repertoire of things to do. Yep. Uh, I you're just, right, you're right. But there's a there's a number that's perfect. Well, could you imagine? Could you imagine? You're 20 years old. You're 25 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All you've ever eaten is burgers and chips. And look, I love burgers and chips more than anybody else. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to sign this contract right here, right now, that says it's nothing but burgers and chips for the rest of my life. It's gone this good so far. Why would I want to switch it up? You're insulting a lot of our autistic spectrum uh, listeners here because I do think they pretty much, several of them do just go like, this is the food that I will be eating forever. I do not need to taste taste anything else. That looks like I'd hate the texture. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. And good, frankly. It is for some people, that. (laughs) Do you think the people who only have sex with one people are therefore autist? (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, I figured that's the point I was making. No, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just ripping here. Yeah, you're right. I know, let me tell you, I know some autistic, autistic hoes. Yeah, well, they're they're just, they they want variety, like, what's the word? Um, Compulsive variety. Almost, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or or like they just like here's how I behave in this situation, and it's fucking you. I don't want to. I don't want to put. I I don't, I don't want to put myself in any categories. But I used to be like a single food guy, like pick a food, eat that for. I talked about this before. I have weird dietary habits. Eat that for like once. Yeah, and it would often be like one thing, like not like, oh, that sausage is so obviously that sausage and chips. No, if I have sausages with my food, that's what I fucking ate. You have such a strange diet. I'm a, I don't anymore. Well, funny enough, you do. You have a strange I do still, diet I do now. Still it's just the outcome diet. is class now. It's yeah. look class now. It makes. I'll tell you what it does do. Once you get over it, this the, like obsessive food thing makes it way easier to diet or to eat to a regimented diet. Because yes. I eat the same thing for breakfast every day, same thing for lunch every day, and 
a very similar variance on the same thing for dinner every day. And once you make that thing be like balanced, like I weigh my food. Well, like, that's a good thing. Yeah. And it is no chore to me to weigh the food. I want to know how much it weighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many calories right now are you putting in? Uh, per day. Mm. I've, I've, I've upped it because like I was like... That's I, good. I was like, I, I don't need to be getting any thinner. And I want, I, I'm like, I'm playing with like lifting, lifting more weight and stuff. So, and I, you know, there's trade-offs mm. involved there. Um, but no, but even, you know, I was always eating, I was always eating lots of calories. I just often, I exercised far more than that. But the point is, then at some point I kind of got shamed into being like, you know, you can you can eat multiple things and you know the foods can touch. And then I got compulsive about that where it was like, I have to have multiple things in the plate. And not only did it have to touch, they actually all have to make it, a bit of each has to make it into my mouth with every bite. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, so I wonder, is that what's happening with, uh, with the... Uh, with the autistic house, as you put it, yep. you know, where people are like, I need all the partners now. You know, yep. I just need a little bit of them in my mouth at all the time. <laughs> with each fight, I right? need to sample a little bit of everything. Yeah. So sorry to Buffer Friends. Sorry to receivers of Buffer Friends. Sorry to Dave Strachan. Um, not to the two big brewers, because they can take it. Yeah. Dave yeah. may well be able to take it too, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. Anyway, my thoughts on this beer. Yeah, are... What do you think about the beer? <laughs> uh, man, the more I'm drinking of this, I actually like, it's... F- it's really tasty. It's mechanically quite difficult to drink. Like, it's so thick. Yeah, no, it really is. Yeah, it's so thick. This is... Um, I kind of want to water it down. This is a dessert. Uh, this is a, not even a dessert beer. This is a dessert. This is like a beer mm. that you may have, like, a coffee with. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes like a... Like a, like a yeah, that's exactly it. It tastes like a like a shot of something. Yeah, you probably taste. wouldn't even have a coffee with it because that would be overkill, but like you might have... You'd like have this, and it's like, I think I need a sorbet after this. Yeah. I need another course. I don't know what the... Yeah, this is probably the 33CL bottle. If Like, we're going to drink this because we're legends who like to get drunk on beer, but if you, the listener, are looking at this and seeing 1135... Buy one and share it with your buddy. Like this is yeah, dumb. that's the move. Because it is mechanically. You're right. Mechanically is the word for it. It's like, it's like the water in um in in some of the less desirable places of Ireland, like Cavan, for example. Yeah, famously terrible water. Does uh, it really? I have no idea. <laughs> I was going like very thick water. In yeah, but the people are thick. I was exactly, going to yeah. eventually get to there. Yeah. Uh, but you actually you actually cut through it because I didn't have a through line to make it to the people being thick and therefore the water was the thick. The water as thick as the people. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. But this Simple. beer is 11 point, or 10.5% and 11.35 yeah. uh, euros. Yeah, you, you just... It gums up. It'll gum up your whole system, which we don't care about. We've got we've got resolute and strong system. Oh yeah, sure. We're I'm a pint pint processing factory at this point. The pint plant is open for business, um, but God, the mouth like the body is willing. The mouth is unable. No, Fascinating. No, but um, I, can't, I cannot complain about the taste. But we did not need two bottles of this. Um, I would actually love to see someone try and down this. Yeah, um, I like because I haven't seen Jackass Four yet, and that seems pretty. <laughs> close. That seems pretty fucking close to what that would be like. Like I think, like you would regret it more afterwards, but mechanically, I think I could down this this amount of like vodka without too much difficulty. Um, and this, I I would struggle to like chug this. You down a three hundred vodka? Like not not like like mechanically, just to where like if you. Ugh. 
Like, like particularly if it was like um, cold out of the freezer, yeah, for sure. I've seen fifteen-year-old girls down um, down an agon, down an agon without even a thought about it. Like it doesn't even register on their. Oh, own they think about it later, though. Well, actually, they're so drunk they don't think about it at all. Everyone who they came out with has to has, <laughs> has to think about it. Um, that's where the phrase "seventeen-year-old girl drunk" comes from. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I'm going to be everyone's problem, not mine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, you know. I will be having a wonderful time. I'm going to steal a chair. I had no. I, I have. I have my. I have my mind blown the first time I saw like the the Hunzels from school um, drinking before. Uh, like a disco I was like oh my god those girls are hardcore they can put away so much drink and then meeting them like two hours later and being like oh my god those girls are fucking lightweight dopes yeah. <laughs> they cannot like I mean I see that and I think that's a tough because like you know I was, I, I was a pretty experienced drinker for our age yeah yeah I'm thinking fuck me these girls are hardcore and then it's like oh no they're not they're idiots <laughs> so good I've seen guys do it too and I mean to, to pick on the girls but it's more visually startling to see it like not register in their face at all as they down in Nagano and Vodka yeah because like in those days like if I would like say get like what I thought was going to be a shot of vodka like one time I got what I thought was a shot of vodka and it was a shot of gin and like I was immediately sick because like the taste was like so different to what I was expecting, and it was like I haven't gotten sick a lot of times when I was off off of, off a of drink. And there was this one night I was out. I'd had like I imagine quite a bit to drink, but I was nowhere even close to being like pukey sick. Mm. And I was uh, someone who I was with who was like, "Let's get a shot." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah what are we feeling? We can get like a like a whiskey, or tequila." And she was like, "Let's get a vodka." And I was like, "You fucking ape." You Neanderthal! Yeah, what are you doing? We're in a we're in a place where we could we're getting a shot of something. And I was just like, I just didn't. I was like, I will be back in a minute. I'm going to go be sick. And I just went to the bed. I bet it was warm. It was warm. Warm yeah. vodka. I think to this day I would get sick if, I, if someone like presented me with yeah. a shot of warm vodka. God, you know, sorry. This reminds me of the first time I ever got sick from drinking. Um, uh, for most people, it's the first time they drink. <laughs> no, I was a massive pussy for quite some time. That makes so you I sound more much. like a legend, frankly. No, well, it just means I didn't drink much. Oh, right, yeah. um, but then I went to this party and I had a, a, a bottle of Southern Comfort. Oh. And I really enjoyed the taste. Southern Comfort, especially when you're younger, tastes delicious. And I had no idea what was happening inside of me. Mm. And I got sick in every room in that poor girl's house. I then lost my virginity to that girl. Different night, though. Don't worry. I was worried for a second, <laughs> yeah. This... You lost your lunch, then you lost everything else. <laughs> uh, this what was your logic drink. when it was every room? Can I just ask? Uh, what Logic? Me? People kept moving me. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, not your fault. It's not my fault at all. They were like... I was trying to get sick in peace, and then it the... turns out in peace was her infant little sibling's bedroom, who yeah, wasn't there that night. Yeah, already done it. Like I've already done it. Yeah, there yeah. might be one place that's preferable to another for the guy to get sick, and yeah, it's a toilet. But yeah. like, if you if it's a carpeted room and we're surrounded by carpeted rooms or whatever, which are presumably the worst place you could be getting sick. I was. He's, he's already ruined this one. And honestly, I was mostly getting sick in my hands. Yeah, and I presume <laughs> then after that, magicking it away, Harry Potter esque, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because it wasn't landing anywhere else. If they'd left you to it, the worst part was they then moved me down back to the party and be like, You're fine. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not fine. What do you know about this? Well, I didn't know anything about it until 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. And they're like, No, you're at the end of it. He's like, No, no, I'm in the middle of it. 
and uh, and then I just got sick in the main part of the party and then I was in her room and I got sick in her room yeah, that's very nice. and, and then I got sick in the toilet and then yeah. the kitchen and it was just it was it was uh, terrible um, but really what yeah. the reason I bring it up yeah this consistency is reminiscent of Southern Comforts it is a little... I have not drank Southern Comfort. I haven't drank it since that night. It's probably been 15 years. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was... It, it was, again... Um, <laughs> not having drank something in 15 years yeah, no. is a hilarious thing to be able to say. At such, at such a young age. At such well. a young age. Um, oh, like, when I was thinking about... I was thinking about, like... I, I, I can't remember what I was thinking. I was like, well, what if I died of a heart attack tomorrow? What would we ever think it was? And you were like trying to figure it. Because, you know, the, the, uh, the, like the anti-vax people are like, every time someone dies of a heart attack now, it's like, I bet he had the vaccine. And all of the, all of the like, the, the COVID hawks, which is a much more understandable position to have, but we, we've also got to get over it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, of like, oh, it's probably long COVID. <laughs> he's uh, like he's 95 long COVID it is I that was so know. long COVID like, so long when I dropped out like and, and my initial thought was what I mean yeah I've had all the vaxes and I've had all the COVID uh, and and there's the 10 years of drinking and then I was like it is 20 years sir it's <laughs> 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 like what are you it hasn't you've been, been drinking with me for more than a decade yeah it hasn't been 10 years for a fucking while yeah <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you know it's um, it's probably all for the best. But yes, Southern Comfort was my drink for a while. Same, yeah. And as well, it was Southern Comfort. It was like a disgusting combination that I would never do now. Was Soco Lime, which what you're supposed to do is like Southern Comfort Lime and then the soda water. Soda water, which is actually I bet a probably pretty nice drink. Um. I didn't know any better, and places we drank didn't fucking know any better either. They just gave you what you asked for. So, Southern Comfort and Lime was Southern Comfort and the undiluted My Wadi Lime Cordial. Oh! Uh, yeah. yeah! So, syrup and syrup. Yeah. No, you bang in a couple of ice cubes, it does dilute it enough yeah, to where yeah, yeah. it's like... This beer could do with ice cubes. Yeah, actually, yeah, for the moment, you would like... No, let's not do it, because every time we think about this... Like, you remember we were drinking Rattlers... And you and me both were like, this is, well, we just need to bang some vodka into this. so That, that was a joke. Yeah, but then we did it. And it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, of course it was terrible. But it was a joke. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. It was a joke that I actually had a little bit of faith in. I sort of thought, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought like, maybe. What, what, what is a, what is a, you know. A, I drink with vodka and it's just a cocktail. A beer cocktail. That I exists. what I'd also had it was a residual buy-in to the idea that like vodka is otherwise tasteless. And it just isn't. It just isn't. It tastes like vodka. It does taste like vodka. I remember being warned of this before I even drank. I was like, you need to be careful uh, that someone doesn't accidentally put vodka into like your pint. Because vodka is odorless, colourless. And tasteless. And people, like teachers and parents, would say this to me like with a straight face. And I'd be like, well, I've never lied to me before, little did I know. Little they were lying to you. They were Tommy Oswald shot Kennedy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> they say empty vessels make the most noise, which is why Oswald's uh, rifle made so much goddamn fucking noise. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then, yeah, then the first, like, then I remember, like, that was the punishment. Like, years later... Uh, would you be out, like out with um, out with the um, at the time what I thought were real men and then later on I found out were 
you know, rugby players. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you think, this is what lads do. We're lads. And you can see how the culture kind of works. And, like, the punishment for fucking up in the pub. How do you fuck up in the pub? But it'd be some little faux pas, you know. You're not supposed yeah. to do things. Like, get you, like, a pint and, like, bang a, bang a shot of vodka what? in there. Yeah. But, like, you know, the second you'd even smell it, that that's what they've done. Like, there's no that's way. That's so silly. You could put a, a shot of vodka into, like, into... Into like a, another, a, like a, you could turn a vodka and coke into a double vodka and coke, and if the guy's really drunk, he's probably not going to notice you've done it. Even, like, look, it, uh, uh, yeah, even I, I would probably struggle to notice a double versus a single sometimes. Like a heavy single versus a light double, oh, it's starting to, yeah, yeah. Perception wise, that's starting to feel a little the same. Maybe it's a bit more ice, maybe it's a bit colder. Maybe I'm a, I, well, but a vodka in a pint, fuck that. You know, immediately a vodka in a pint. It wasn't usually a punishment that was done like when wrestlers would H bomb people. It was like, oh, now you've got to do the forfeit. H like, people. Yeah, those, like, that used to be a big thing in, in the 80s was the wrestlers would, um, uh, put a halcyon in your drink when you weren't looking. And What's a halcyon? It's a I, I I may have the name for the drug wrong, but I think it's like a hypnotic. I think it's a like a knockout. Like an LSD drug. kind. Of? Oh, I think it's a knockout drug. Yeah, and then they would like um, do stories of like uh, dynamite kid doing it to people, and then they fall asleep and like shave their head and like you know. Wow, and, what a business! And if they're the stories you hear, they're probably, they're probably a lot fucking worse. Frankly, yeah, you're probably lucky if all they did was fucking shave your head. And, you know, <laughs> Um, the, yeah so yeah again what, what, what a business is fine sport for all those people who reminisce about the 80s um, uh, that, that's the kind of stuff that would happen uh, so no that wasn't what when I say it was a punishment it, it was more of a forfeit than a punishment like you, yes you knew probably like it would be like now you have to down the pint <laughs> I don't think a barman would do that for you now I think they would not, like, no they'd, they'd be like get fucked because I don't think they'd even sell you a triple now I know, I know we were a few triples in Edinburgh, in Edinburgh before. Yeah. I know in the north of England, there are specific places you go that will serve triples. They're literally called triples bars. And uh, if you think you've been in scaldy pubs in here, you have, but it's a different type of scald. That's such an interesting thing to try and market yourself by because it's, it's so very... It's so very unnecessary. Just I, have a double faster. I do, oh sure. I've no. I've now. I do grant you that in the UK, their single is, is twenty five versus twenty five. So yeah. like, I can see just being a double guy. I can see just being, particularly if you're even not. Oh, in the UK, I'm a double guy. Yeah, yeah. Particularly if you're just getting like a glass of whiskey or something. It's like oh, fuck twenty five mils in a glass. I'll just get, I'll just get a fifty. It's yeah. the same size as one of those little bottles. I don't actually know why certain triples as far as exist. Is it a case that, th- that there's a specific license? That is it like the early houses where there's like once they're gone, they're gone. We're not reissuing any more of these licenses. <laughs> so we must protect the triples bars at all costs. I know. Are they culturally relevant in some way? I mean, in Newcastle, that does count as culture. Yes. Yeah. Ant and Deck are like cultural icons in Newcastle. I mean, you know, as you can imagine, <laughs> articulate and on telly, it counts. Vera, I mean, you know, Vera from the uh, from the telly. Yeah, the titular Vera from Vera. Is there a show called Vera that I'm unaware of? Vera is like... Or is Vera from Coronation Street? No, that's Vera... That's Vera Duckworth. No, uh, there's a program called Vera about a a, a female detective from Newcastle called Vera. uh, And uh, it's kind of like... Is she voracious? She... No, she's frumpy and middle-aged. Oh, good. It's kind of like... It's kind of like Morse. But not... You know... I don't know. You can be frumpy, middle-aged and voracious, by the way. 
the fact is that the sheer veracity of even assuming that I didn't know what Verhoeven Verhoeven is—it's a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> oh, I just said one of those words I've got through my whole life bluffing. I've no idea what it means. I've never looked it up. I managed to shoehorn the word cromulent into a wrestling promo, and I was very proud of myself. And no one noticed, and I was really upset that no. You got past syllable too. They probably didn't understand. They, yeah, that's true. Redneck losers, and and that's not just because you debut all your pro, all, all your promos for Alexander Dean. It's not, yeah. that, not just that he's a simpleton. Yeah. But it is also that he is a simpleton. I mean, he is a simpleton. There's no. Yeah, I mean, I, we're not arguing the facts here. No, I mean the facts are the facts. You know what I mean? Um, no, you're, you're. I don't know triples bars, all that stuff. Alan Kelly. Okay, let's get on to our one and only agenda item. Manus, you're a long time red. A long time red, absolutely. A commie bastard. A commie, dude, I've been called that, yeah. Yeah, by me. Yeah, well, accurately so. I yeah. was a self-professed communist for a while. <laughs> you are a, uh, a, a leftist elite. Oh, yeah. You are a smoked salmon socialist. I was wondering where you going for the triple S there, as my father always responds when that acu- accusation is yeah. accurately thrown at him. Nothing is too good for the working man. Yeah, and smoked and salmon is not expensive anymore. It's, yeah, that, that has been cheap for a fucking while. And since I started working in the public service, I could not be described as a working man anymore. No, so, that's true. You know. uh, would you describe yourself as a caviar connie? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, a lot of ca- that would that's that's an accurate term for a lot of them though, because of all the Russian communists. Mm, yeah, okay. caviar is a different thing over there. That's true. It's like horse ownership and talent, you know. <laughs> Very different to horse ownership and nace. Yeah, if you go to see a way, yeah, if you go to somewhere where woe means the opposite of fucking giddy up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different fucking thing. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm all of those things. So obviously, I vote for the Labour Party. Obviously, consistently. And how has that worked out for you? Oh, just, just, uh, wonderful in the sense that I get to go to the polls guilt-free every time. Because you know that no matter what you do, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a goddamn bit of difference. And I can go, well, I'll tell you what my crowd would have done if they were in there. Ignore the Less. Time. Yeah, ignore <laughs> the times they were in there. They didn't count. They were because different. like every communist slash socialist um, uh, will ever tell you, is that any time you can point to our, our system not working, they'll tell you that that wasn't real communism or socialism. Yes. And that if only their specific brand yeah. of um, uh, Marxist-Leninism or Maoist fucking Stalinism or... Trotskyism or whatever you might say if only they'd done that then it would have yeah, been all been fine or if they'd done if you could, if you then point out that well this part of the world did do that you go yeah but if they'd done that in this part of the world then it would. there's a million variables yes so my point is turns out economies are complex and people even more so it, we do not like S- to accept that economies are complex con- uh, conversely uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they're pretty fucking simple and you can just chop and change with uh, willy nilly but yeah, the Labour. But big, but big news in the world of communism. Well, you'll notice that we, uh, and it was uh, a fact that there was a parliamentary party meeting on Tuesday. I, I got the big. He sent out a big farewell email to all the members of the party. Oh, so you got the email? I got the email. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he was like, oh, the the. the so you you remember that like our podcast specifically, um, offhandedly, we're like, oh, they're 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 at that. They're at that four percent threshold, you're, which we call the PD skids. Which oh, is, yeah. you're real close to just not being a party anymore if if, things, yeah. if you if you kind of teeter or whatever. And it was noted at the parliamentary party uh, meeting. Oh, I mean, not that they don't listen to our show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that no, it wasn't. They they approached him and they were like, uh, "Hi." Yeah. You look and you're like, "How did what the entire parliamentary party knows?" Like, yes, the six of them approached him. So yeah, there was there was a meeting of seven people. That must have been tough. So it was really funny reading the reports of it on 
particularly on Twitter, because there's all these absolute spas who know fucking nothing. And, and again, game recognizes game. <laughs> <laughs> but who, like, they really want to talk like they're like journalistic heroes, you know? Um, so they're, they're, they're like reporting on this like the way you would report on it if the year was 1939 and there was a a shunt against Clement Attlee but Attlee but not Clement Attlee who was the who was the pre-Churchill conservative you know that I don't know the appeasement guy you know I don't know Neville you know Neville Chamberlain oh yeah, uh, yeah you know, anyway it was irrelevant I could have said Clement Attlee and it wouldn't have mattered the Attlee was a Labour Party guy and the wives in my head but you know, you hear like, and the the the, the Churchillite faction is, is 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 moving against the uh, you know the whatever, uh, and the, and and you're like, oh, okay, it's really fucking good, and then, you know, you hear backbencher here says this, and and it's like you're reading it, and they're writing it the same way about the Labour Party parliamentary party, all seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, you spaz. Yeah, you're all such spaz. But I did hear what the issue was. No, and nobody else knows what the issue was. I am the only person outside of Alan Kelly's inner circle who knows this. And I will not get into how I know this on the podcast. Something resurfaced on the Monday, the day before he was approached by his parliamentary colleagues and in, instructed that his time was now. A little, a little ditty. <laughs> oh, the ditty. The ditty Oof. resurfaced. And it is quite spicy. There's a certain kick to it. Like, they were not... They were heavy-handed on the seasoning. I mean, Jack, you and I have been on the record of, of saying that, like, a guy shouldn't be responsible for something he put out years ago. Yeah, on exactly. On the internet, you know, just because... Just or that something, something that was put out on his behalf. On his behalf, you know. Yeah, because what probably happened as you listen to the lyrics of this is, yeah, some guy just probably put it out on his behalf. Alan probably had nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with When you this. hear the lyrics, because someone would have just thought this stuff and said it, you know. Well, a lot of people believe this. <laughs> uh, we are, of course, referring to... The Alan Kelly election rap for the, for the MEP elections in Jesus Christ... At this point, was it like 2010? Manus, all that matters is it, it doesn't matter if it was 2008. We don't want to be 2000 and late. It's about time that we dive in and listen to the Alan Kelly. Because the Alan Kelly rap had disappeared from the internet. I don't know who he had working for him. Uh, possibly XKGB guys, but... Almost oh, certainly XKCD. Yeah. yeah, XKGB. He had XKCD guys working for him on the internet. He did as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, he did. All right, now what we're going to do is we're going to listen to this. Who knows if what the quality of this is going to turn out to be like. Yeah. Uh, we, may, we may do some creative editing afterwards, but almost certainly will not. Let's go. Let's dive in. It does have a comically slow build. Yeah, it builds up like it's gonna be something. And boy is it. The track sounds like Brendan O'Connor's joke recession recession doom and gloom and too many questions like where's the money the jobs and the tiger we need a politician with a mind like MacGyver cause being a boy playing games like they're on a soccer field making things disappear like they're David Copperfield let's pause right there they're playing games 
looks like they're on a soccer field. Making things disappear. <laughs> like David, David Copperfield. Copperfield. You know, I'm starting to think Alan Kelly might not have buried this. I think whoever he got to write it for him probably buried it. There it was like, there's only one thing can save him now. It's the rap. It's the rap. It's the perfect rap. We, we need did. to get the rap out, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going. I think that line is where Twitter started. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's. If 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 a parody Twitter account came out with that, that with that joke, if if Fionn, he's not parody, he's, he's real. If he came out with that, you'd be like, ah, oh, not that's bit cheap. Ah, come on now. Fall no father spells fiend a fail. I mean, it does spell that, but you know, God bless them. <clears throat> what and like, what could you possibly get out of this rap that could not have been achieved by doing one final chorus and and, and just stop? Well, look. Given that there's two more verses, ah, uh, there's, there's, we're not, we're about not even a third of the way no, through we this. We are not. Look to the bigger picture of the EU. We want no more bad economic news on the telly. So who's the man to do it? I'm Kelly. This is the bit where you know it's like he wrote this himself. It was like LinkedIn doesn't exist yet, so I simply need you to just list what happened. I was 25, I went back and did a two-year master's degree. That's the age people do that. My young family. Yeah, I mean, he was like, okay, so I need you to get these points in, obviously. So yeah, yeah. What what do the people need to know? But well, obviously, I have a master's degree. That gives me a lot of credibility. I was to support my young family, but I'm a family man. What we know know about everybody whose family needs support is that you can take two full years off. You need to do a master's degree. You know, Um, what what I I love about this is the part where he's like. I am not. I am not unconcerned about the needs of the rap game. I know you have to be able to rhyme these things, so family might go with master's degree in you know. UCC. In UCC, you know. Yeah. You know, that kind of works. Honestly, look, the flow. I have no problem with the flow. It's fine. It flows. The least bad thing about this. Yep. Fearing anyone who has to do this to get a job elsewhere, get uprooted to move to Dublin or London or down under, and no jobs in Munster. What a blunder! Our people need to be sure of one thing. He really that our agencies the right funding from the EU. We need support for business to grow close to home. We need opportunities and to be innovative in a country of scholars with no jobs created. You know, this is the ideal vision. So, vote Alan Kelly on his European mission. He is the main man for Europe to create new jobs and that's his focus. I know him well. He is sound as a pound. You can see his face. Tattered around the tone. Posing on his poster. With a suntan, unlike other politicians, Alan is a young man. His opinion isn't outdated like Lino in kitchens, and women like to say he looks like Brian O'Driscoll. <laughs> he played rugby too, but he never starts bragging. Right. 
There's a lot to unpack now in the in the braggadocio, the machismo verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there because there's more of it coming. You need to know. A couple that. of struggle bars in there at the beginning. Yeah, the the rhyme yeah. scheme not perfect. No, this is the the flow has become practice, secondary. It's become secondary at this point, and that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, do we think that Alan Kelly looks like Brian O'Driscoll? Um, I like very like in the sense that someone from a like. I bet if you moved here from Korea and these were the first two Caucasian people you'd ever seen, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're fairly similar looking. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's like, yeah, I, you know what? I think you're exactly right. He, he looks like if Brian O'Driscoll and Brian Cowan had a kid. Yeah, if you heard that they were cousins, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's, a, like, that's a shame for the Kelly side of the family. Yeah, the square head and everything. They got that part, but they didn't get, you know. So he's a, a real true... The clear, the clear wild athleticism. The, the line, I've seen him dotted around town. I've seen his face is dotted around the town. Uh, he sound a, as a pound. In his picture with a suntan, because unlike the others, Alan is a young man. Um... Yeah, because old people notably don't tan. No, and that is... Like, everyone old I know has a tan. Everyone old I know has a tan, because they're sitting bollocks in the breeze yeah. on the beach. This is also something that you get from politicians the world over when they have absolutely nothing else going for them. And I'm not saying this is true of Alan, because obviously he's the greatest politician Clearly. that has ever lived. But... In the Where relegation zone. Like, they won't shut up. Well, yeah, it's a relegation. We're Watford, and we know it. Yeah. But, like... Where it's like they just they just keep talking about youth and dynamism and like all these things that don't mean anything really. I yeah. mean youth like that mean that you you have no control over that, sir. That's uh, not a facet. Like, not that a, just happens. To I mean, you, you do young. happen to be young, but in and of itself, what it, does that youth make you believe? I mean, this is <laughs> that's it's like the idea like the promoters who don't really know what they're doing, but they sort of do. Like they've been around a long time, but they don't really know. They they've gone around and gone. Okay, what what do we need? Yeah. Oh well, who was big? Well, you know the Von Erics were big. What were they? They were young, young, cool. Yeah. Suck everyone. Bring in the eighteen-year-olds. Yeah. We're gonna start drawing like as if that's what mattered. Yeah. And it was like no new matters, and that can mean new ideas. That can mean like they might be young. Yeah. The Von Erics were, but like, you know, what age was, what age was Steve Austin when he got over? When he got over big, I mean, he like was thirties. He was in his thirties, right? Yeah, yeah, but he it was, was, he was the fucking the Hollywood blonde. He or was whatever. the Hollywood blondes. He was, and the ringmaster, and then and the ringmaster. So no, new is what matters, and a new perspective and revolutionary stuff, and uh, which Alan Kenny does a lot of better. Obviously, a guy. noted revolutionary. You actually nearly have to go back like a couple because this is about to get quite braggadocious. Uh, and we can we okay. Can on with a suntan. Unlike other politicians, Alan is a young man. His opinion isn't outdated like Lionel in kitchens. And women like to say he looks like Brian O'Driscoll. Sure, he played rugby too, but he never starts bragging. A monster fan too, and too not on the bandwagon. He'll give monster a voice and speak for the nation. He'll give people Just a by choice. The way, he, he did play rugby too, but he's not one for bragging. He says in the rap. <laughs> written about himself. About himself. Uh, the four-minute rap written yeah, about Just himself. so we're clear, I mean, he does look like Brian O'Driscoll, but he sort of plays like him too. Sort of plays. I would say he's got he's got fleet feet. That is another thing that, that comes from vacuous... Uh, and again, Alan is not that. Alan, Alan is super... No, we're talking about other people now in this moment. Other politicians, where they, they, like, they, they just sort of can't not... 
hint at themselves at having been great sportsmen, you know? And you know, you usually and you like actually talk to someone who actually knew them and they'd be like, Yeah, under fourteen C's, that was where he topped out. You know? Yeah. I'm sure Alan was a great rugby player. This is not we're not talking about him. No, no, Alan obviously could could have played for Monster, but he chose instead to fight for he Monster. He fight for Monster in fight a different way. For Stand Monster. up and fight and not even quit when you hear the bell. That exactly. Was the Getting new business and entrepreneurs Tell Pina Fogg home when they knock at your doors Our government in Ireland is doing no favours On June 5th vote, Alan Kelly vote Labour People around me are sick of the blunders Made by the government, sometimes I wonder if Can you believe this guy did not go on the yeah but it was like like uh, was it just a load of like gratuitous shots of Alan Kelly yeah it was like, no it was in my memory is that it was like naughty's YouTube so like it was just like stills it was still pictures right 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 and right, like right. that was all that the Labour Party offices had on in terms of video editing software in their on their desktop yeah, and edit, edited with PowerPoint yeah and granted the worst thing about it is the track it's it's dog shit but it's dog shit because a lot of it's easy to forget how much easier it is to make an acceptable fucking back and track now. Yeah, this was 2009. Yeah, there you go. He was, he, he remained, he was and remains inexplicably electable in that part of the world. It's it's his main selling point and it was his main selling point as leader was that he, he was about the only safe seat they had. Uh, yeah. Well, look, look, he led, he led the party. Munster needed a strong voice. Uh, and, and unfortunately, the, the rest of the country made the wrong choice. I the rest of the country made the wrong choice. Yeah. See, now we're rhyming again. Yeah, which makes sense. And we're going to have to rewrite the Alan Kelly rap of reinstate Alan Kelly. <laughs> Vote Alan Kelly for... Ireland needs a left wing. Reinstate Alan Kelly. I mean, he was... He, he, what, what a man he was. The, but if that came out today, like if, 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 if I showed up to this episode now with like me and Neil having spent the weekend on this, and came back with it, you'd be like, oh, I know that you like the funniest thing in the world to you both is to do something kind of shitty. <laughs> but, but to where it sort of seems earnest, but that's a little on the nose, isn't yeah, it? It's a little on the nose. Yeah. Like you used the Fina Fall No Spotify Speed Fina Fail. Yeah. Because I, I, you've been in the room when, when, we, when we're, we're doing this kind of thing, Jack, as well, where it's like, uh, my, my main note to Neil would be like, a little worse. Little, little worse. It's about to be funny. Just make it a little worse. Yeah. You know, don't go too far because then it's obvious that we're trying to make it bad. Uh, it should seem like we're trying to make it good, but then it's bad. Yeah, that's what yeah, it yeah. should seem like. It should seem incredibly sincere and terrible. And that's that's I think they they hit they hit it so on the head there that I think you'd be like, guys, come on. Who's the rapper? I've no idea. I don't know. I knew. Do you I, think it's Alan Kelly. No, no, it's definitely not Alan Kelly. That would be great if it no, was. No, I remember at the time it being a guy who... There isn't, like, you, you see this occasionally, like, where someone will show up on a political video and get an attractive... Like, one of the one of the Foil Arms and Hog guys showed up on a, a Labour Party, like, promo video 
gas uh, during the last general election and there was no I mean I don't think anyone held it against them. again it's the Labour Party so no one cares oh I found out who it is it was really easy to find because um, this did not used to be easy to find at all yeah here we go um, it's called GM it was produced by GMC Beats who assuming it's the same person now does like a lot of like workshops and stuff um, uh, GMC Beats is run by a guy called Graham McCarthy and he's got a whole a whole SoundCloud of, of stuff that he does. Does he have his own account? That may have been where it came from because like you could not and Ben Ben, ben, ben Clever will back me up on this. They somehow cleared this from the internet. You could not search for it for years. So this is just... To the point that I had like convinced myself that it wasn't real. Yes, yeah, that's, oh, that's him for that's sure. That's fucking yeah. him. GMC Beats. That's who it is. You know, the rapper for hire. I bet get rich or or Alan Kelly trying. I I bet in because you forget how bad Irish hip hop used to be until Messiah J came along. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and even then, there was like a lot of overlap between like with being Messiah J, five hundred feet of crap, and everybody else. Yeah, and then know? and then ten years of crap, and then like fucking Kojak. You started to get yeah. You started then to Reggie get Snow guys. comes up, and then you're like, wait a minute, but he's black. He couldn't yeah. possibly be Irish. Yeah, was it one of those like weird like reverse Eminem thing where suddenly we started to have like black Irish hip hop artists, and it was like, oh, and they're good. He's well, like, you know. I assumed he was English. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Irish hip hop. It's all right. Then Versatile showed up and made it all better. They made it all better for a little while until they all made it all worse. Until they made it all worse. Uh, I, I, I like. I about got to the point where I was about to give Versatile a shot because you were like, "You'll love them, man." and like, no sooner had I googled them than it was like Versatile, various scandals, racism. I was like, "Ah, I'm not gonna get." Yeah. Like, See, now I had been to their gig the week previous. No, but it was like yeah. it was like they were just blowing up. And then it was like, it was like, boom. It was crazy. It was. They're doing the three arena again. I just have no idea how it's selling. I mean, yeah, who, who, the, who the fuck knows? But all I knew was, I was like, I was going to have to work at it to get to like them. And I was like, I'm not going to work at it to get to like a fucking... Like it, and everyone's a gonna, bad thing. Everyone's going to call me an arse. Like, it's one thing if you already fucking think they're brilliant and you're like... I'm not taking them off my gym playlist just because they said a shitty thing or did a shitty thing. Look, like, you know. I do still listen to the remix to Ignition. But every time I do, I throw a bit of money to charity. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, you know. And that's, I think that's, that's I think that's fine. What? I, sorry, I obviously think it's fine because it lets me keep doing the thing that I want to do. Frankly, you could also do that and just say you're giving the money to charity. I, I just did, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that's how you know we didn't write that bit because it wouldn't have gone that well <laughs> so, so yeah Monster needs a strong voice vote Alan Kelly not for versatile although they probably would have made a better fist of the pro Alan Kelly rap they they would have yeah it would have been a more engaging tune you'd be better off really I guess because it was funny like that's the exact type of thing that if you're a young politician young dynamic politician that the thing to like make all the old farts think that like yeah this guy's a guy we need to like go with because he's young and dynamic and he's a politician he's young and dynamic is he oh he, what did he do he had a rap for his campaign video he did a rap video yeah and like everyone's gonna be like i mean normal people hear it and go that's embarrassing mm -hmm. and like at best you go it's not quite embarrassing enough for me not to vote for him but it's pretty it's like it's like the, the senior person in, in in your traditional office who's like 
What if we did a TikTok? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. And like, it makes the spas. Why don't we like, make a viral video? Oh, so we gotta do a flash mob. Flash mob. Let's do a flash mob, everybody. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it works. I, I sometimes think. Does it? No. Okay. No, it doesn't work to like achieve the goal they're saying it's supposed to achieve. But it oh, works to make, to make it feel this, like you're trying. Yeah, to make the dicks who are ahead of that person think, "What a young and dynamic communicator." What? As opposed to like, you're actually to talk to someone who's actually young and dynamic. So obviously me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But probably not a day over twenty-eight. Not a day over twenty-eight. Probably the twenty-one-year-old temporary clerical officer, not paying any attention to what you're saying is who you should be talking to. The person you have to like hit on the shoulder to get them to take their headphones off. You know. And, yeah. go, and, and you just go this and they'll just go no not that something else <laughs> and like and you just have to repeatedly do that until they go like is this cool and you're like no it's not cool you're running for office that's not how this works stop what you're doing yeah but unless of course the point of it isn't to engage young people which it isn't it it's, isn't it's, it's to, to convince old people that you're young that you're young and hip and apparently that's good right uh, yeah yeah in and of itself a virtue yeah I mean it is yeah, I mean you're young. You're good. It's mostly it's mostly a virtue when everyone thinks you're old. Uh, yes, I yes it is. Like I can see why rap and Ronnie Reagan was a thing. The Super Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, this is a come and get me plea. Yeah. <laughs> because as far as I know, any member of the party can lead the party. And guys, have you seen our polling numbers? We ain't gone where you think we're gone. Chances are, no matter who you elect, we're basically fucked. If you elect me, man is Cronin, to the position of Labour Party leader, think about the fucking year we'll have. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a fucking roller coaster ride. Strap in, gentlemen. We're going to put the champagne in Champagne Socialist <laughs> and bring some real pain to anybody who says we shouldn't. Let's just fucking fight everyone. There's only seven of us. I'm not a TD, but us. Yeah, you know? yeah. You plus the parliamentary party. You plus the parliamentary seven. I reckon Alan would be a little less enthusiastic about it than most. I mean, But he, he's got the natural athleticism of Brian O'Driscoll. <laughs> Brian O'Driscoll, you know? Uh, this is a come and get me plea, is what I'm saying. Uh, I have the solution to your problems, which is everyone thinks you're spaz. Oh, yeah, we're not going to win. But, but everyone kind of think, oh, they're okay. Those cool people didn't lo- lost well. What legends? Those massive legends. What a great defeat party they threw. That's yeah, what they'll say. Yeah, yeah. That, that no votes party was off the chizzy. We're throwing one, whether you want it to be good or not, is your fucking choice. So, Leinster needs a strong voice. Vote for Manto, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, what, review of the beer. I don't know what to give this. I have absolutely no fucking idea. I had a wonderful time drinking it. Yeah. Mostly because it's just good to see you. I had a difficult time mechanically drinking it. Yeah. I, would, I had teeny, teeny little sips, all of which I enjoyed. And it's become, you know, at this point it's fully warm and it's still nice. Like, it's... And yet I would struggle to give it a 10 because you're right. It's like, I the, the, many of the times during it, I'm like... Distracted by it, it's tough to drink. Yeah, but I I can't shit on it because they're all, it's nice. The flavors, of course, I, mean, I might say of course it's nice because it's sweet. And it tastes like cinnamon and maple and like you know all those things. Yeah, I guess that means it's an eight though, right? I mean, it, I I don't I can't go higher than that. I think it's an eight. 
because it's stiff. It, it is like it's almost too much. You're nearly talking two full points for that. I would yeah. say negative. There's really. nothing wrong with it. It's just too much of what it is. Yes, they could have dialed it back and it been better. Again, like I used to say to Neil, a little bit less good. Little bit less good. Little less good. Be a lot better. Little, yeah. Like, like I think I would recommend people try this. But like, I think you nail hit the nail on the head. Get one between your mates, have it, and then drink something else. Yeah, there is your... Do, certainly don't buy a sixer uh, for all our rich... Oh, Jesus. All of our rich listeners. Fucking Christ, no. Uh, no, but, like, yeah, one between two, plenty. And, like, there are loads of great things about it. I do... I love the, like, warming feeling you get from a super fucking strong Imperial Day. I love an Imperial boy. I like yeah. the like tooth scraping sweetness of it like to an extent. I don't want it. I mm. wish it was sorry I keep the flavour exactly the same. Keep the hoochiness exactly the same. This doesn't taste hoochie for 10.5. It really No doesn't. it doesn't. It tastes like 10.5 I would say. Yeah. Yeah. What I need you to turn down is the is the syrupiness and it's made with syrup. I know that continue, contributes to the flavour. Yeah. It's very tarry for that reason. Atari is actually not right. Syrupy. And that, but the thing is, that, that what you're saying is, I know a lot of Imperial Star fans who are not going to hear that as a criticism, and and and, that, and nor is it necessarily yeah, a criticism. Say, it's a personal I, preference. They kind of want it to be like sticking to the sides of the. Could you imagine drinking this out of a fucking straw? Yeah, I mean, no, the straw would have to be the size of the glass. So no, I can't. Mm. But you know, so yeah, I think we we settled on an eight, and like I can I can see giving it a ten. I can see going put this in the bin. I don't want it. But I think the fairest reflection. Let's talk for a moment about the price. Yeah, it's eleven thirty-five. It's eleven quid. Yeah, what are you? What What are the comparable things? How much do they cost? I I I, I think I think I think I, once you're in the land of novelty, anything above you know seven or eight quid, it's kind of everything's the same at that point for me. It's like at that point, I don't really care if it's a ten or a fifty quid. Like you're in the you're in the I need to not care about the money here. In fact, at a certain point, I'm kind of buying it in Big. to. to yeah, because it costs that much. It's, yeah. And sort of part of... It's a given good. Part of the fun of buying something like that is being able to sit around with your mates while you're drinking and going, fucking, why is this that much money? You know, that's part and That's of the experience. And I am buying that experience. Let me just read out the Manus, the, the, the text I sent to Manus, who said, I'll grab some show beers in the spar. Unreal. Oh, actually, I have two beers which might be good. They're like 11 quid each. I opened with that. Yeah, which you would Not, they might be good, not they're interesting. I'm sure they could have sold it for less, and I'm sure they knew that if you, once you, over a tenner, that's one thing, it, do, it does make you think, okay, fundamentally I'm different. try it. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, now that I think of it, it's been a while since I've tapped in to, to this market, but like, I mean, you can get, it's not an Imperial Stout, but like, what is it, what does a fucking Bigfoot cost? It's about the same strength. Um, is it six quid? Um, what is a Brooklyn stout? It's slightly more liquid because they're. Ah, but if you're going by like the Carpaki ten percent costs a lot fucking less. Well, certainly, but what well, I'm, well, I'm comparing it to, I'm comparing it to premium fucking beers. Like, I yeah, don't think there's yeah, anyone yeah. who's going to go like, oh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot uh, barley wine. Yeah, that's a shitty beer. That's like cheap. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, the uh, Brooklyn Imperial I think is like six or seven euro. Um, uh, Narwhal is that Founders again? It's another Imperial. Yeah, stout. yeah. I don't think that's much more than six. Um, this is in a different league ambition wise I think I think you've got so many fucking flavours going on toasty coconut maple it actually delivers on all of those things and it's possible and that it's if, this, if this is their series that they do with a home brewer that they by, by its nature have to make quite a small run of it yeah 
and ship it. Like let's let's lest we forget. You know, but I don't want to. I don't want to give too many preemptive apologies for either of those brewers, though, because they are famous for famous for get for pricing the fuck out of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you'll be. You, I don't think you'll be sitting here missing the eleven thirty five because you bought this, particularly given that one will do between two of you for what you want. Yeah. Although, if you're anything like us, you will hear us saying that. See them in the shop and go. Nah, we'll get the two. You know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, like I'm gonna. You won't. Well, I wanted to drink one of these with my cousin. I'll. I will get two more of these and I will drink them with him as well. Yeah, I will we'll share see, mine so with there, others. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Exactly. Um, so that's that's the thing. So yeah, I think I think um, we're in agreement on an eight. That's it. That's yeah. But, uh, I we, we, 16, I like the way we, we we debated it is it two and eight instead of average it out. Yeah. See, that's sort of doable with two people, but it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. fucking impossible with any any anyone more than that. Nor would you particularly want it necessarily. We basically our scores have never mattered, but now they really obviously don't matter. Uh, so that's a, that's a final counting score of eight for anyone who could possibly be keeping track. It really only leaves us one thing to cheers to, um, and I, the you know that this is actually two. This is to everyone who the odd time that an episode doesn't come out, like is notices notices and is like. Like and cares it can cares because it's part of their routine, uh. So like this is what you get when we're like when we probably wouldn't have made one out, but it's like fuck it, I'd hate to not release one. Uh, yeah, and we missed one, and we missed we one missed one recently. quite recently. So it's like it won't be all of us. It won't even be on time, but but here, damn. But here it is, and this is what you get. So you know, uh, so here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Um, um I guess there's only one thing to cheers to. To a ruthless commitment to consistency. Just like... Of output, not of quality. Not of quality. Just like Alan Kelly himself. Munster needs a strong voice. Vote Alan Kelly. Wow. 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 Munster's strong voice. Wow. Vote Alan Kelly. Yeah. Journey with me into the mind <laughs> of a monster rat. <laughs> doomed to be a titty since I came out the nutsack. He was doomed to be a titty since he came out the nutsack, wasn't he? <laughs> Cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.